What a great teaching moment. I mean, it, it, it won't help this year's team, but moving forward, what a great teachable experience. Definitely. We, you know, we, we had our meetings with all of our guys, and that was definitely a point of emphasis that when we ask you to you know, hit a ground ball up the middle to score a run mm-hmm. and how important that is and how upset we get when we don't make contact or when you get a, a comebacker and you need to throw the ball to second and you don't or when you throw a pick away, all those things matter. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you, when you don't do enough or when you're right on the edge, you're putting it in other people's hands. You, know, you win more games and you, just, you, leave it out of, you leave it out of the committee's hands. We always say leave it out of the umpire's hands. Don't yeah. make him make the decision. Make it yourself and, and do your job. So, yeah, learning experience that, you know, as coaches, you already knew. But, you know, when you're young, sometimes you got to go through that. Yeah, man, that's tough. Well, do you think, I mean, being that close, I mean, could it have been just just maybe one win, like one win in Oklahoma City or, or winning one more against OU in that final series? Could it have been that thin a margin? I, I think it could have been. When, yeah. you're, when you're trying to compare teams and you're looking at a lot of good teams and, you know, whether it's Alabama, North Carolina, those are good teams that, that are playing good schedules. And if you win a series against Oklahoma that you had a chance or – you know, we had a you know a, a tough couple games that we could have won at Oklahoma State. Um, you know, th- those series wins are important, and we didn't take care of it. And like I said, we're you know we're, we're at the mercy of somebody else making the decision, and it didn't go our way. What did you guys do when you came back from Oklahoma City? Uh, you know, you had to wait for the selection show, you know, to know officially until yesterday. Did you keep everybody here, and and did you practice any, or or what was that like the last few days? Oh, yeah. I mean, went, went through the normal thing. We got back uh, at night, got back the next day, did a lift, practiced uh, Saturday. Then we, we did an inter-squad on Sunday just to try to keep some guys throwing. We, you know, we prepared like we were going to go. We didn't okay. want to you know, be left behind if, if uh, we were, were asked to go. So we were ready. Um, we were going to get some guys back. You know, Tyler Thomas was going to be back. And, um, you know, we felt, like, we felt like going in we would be the team that, that was playing very well, uh, but Obviously, just wasn't given that opportunity. Yeah. And then the other side of that, only in a COVID year, you know, there was kind of that 24-hour period when if one of the teams <laughs> in the field, you know, could not play, had to back out, you would have been in, in, the, uh, in the tournament. Uh, I guess that expired about 11 o'clock this morning. Yeah, I mean, we had our meetings. We told our guys, hey, stick around for, for 24 hours. Okay. You, you just never know what's going to happen. Um, and, you know, that expired. and. Our guys will be moving on to, to take care of the summer. All right, very good. John Strauss with us, Baylor baseball assistant coach. Uh, y- y'all did some good things, some really good things this year. Yeah. That stretch when you won uh, four straight Big 12 uh, series. I mean, uh, some of this, couple of those were on the road. The win in, in Lubbock, two out of three over Texas Tech. I mean, this team did some really good things. There's no question in my mind this was an NCAA caliber team this year. Well, I- at full strength, you know, going into, you know, we're at full strength going into to Lubbock. And, you know, I think everyone saw what we're capable of. We did something that nobody does. Um, you know, then you, you lose a Friday guy, you lose a first baseman, third baseman. I think that's especially the, the time of year that it happened. That's going to be hard on any team. Um, but like I said, we, we thought that, you know, at least letting the committee know that we were going to be at full strength <laughs> this week. And um, we we're definitely capable when we're at full strength. But like I said, it's uh, there's a lot of teams that are in the same situation. We're not the only team that, that battled injuries and COVID. So we're not unique. And, you know, they made a decision and that's what we're going to have to live with. On the flip side of that, I know you would have loved to have Tyler going down the stretch, but that experience for guys like Cam Kaylee and those younger guys coming up in that moment, I mean, that's something that you can't really replace, is it? No, you would hope that's going to help us in the long run because as much as I would like Luke and uh, Jimmy Winston and Lekic and Freeman 
and Ash Kino's to come back and Andy Thomas. They're not. Um, we've talked to the NC2A. They're not going to give him a six, seven, or eighth year. Um, <laughs> so right. we're, we're going to have to go with new guys. We're going to have a new catcher. Andy caught every game next year, so we're going to have a new catcher. Uh, we're going to have a new closer. We'll probably, you know, obviously Hayden Kettler had an unbelievable career here. Uh, he's gone, so we're going to have to at least one new starter. So there's going to be great opportunities for some guys to come in. And, yeah, you hope Cam Cayley, who for the most part did a really good job stepping into a role that he wasn't probably ready for. Uh, you know, the, 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 the Big 12 thing, that was, you know, that was a tough inning for him. But other than that, in his starts uh, and his relief pitching in, in Oklahoma State, he did a great job. So we, we hope that helps him in the long run. And, and some of the younger kids that got in there and, and showed some stuff, hopefully that helps us uh, come next year. How nice is it going to be to actually have a normal offseason this year, though? I don't know what normal is anymore. <laughs> there you um, go. Hopefully it's good. You know, get, get, getting the guys on campus and lifting and taking some classes is really a big part of what Baylor, you know, what we do here at Baylor for our program. Not having that last year for the freshmen really hurt them and not being able to lift right away, that really hurt our development. We really feel like we're not quite where we need to be strength-wise. Um, and not for a lack of trying, just for a lack of not being able to. So if, if we're going to get our guys at full strength and some of our, our freshmen and sophomores who might be a little behind in the incoming guys, I think that's probably the missing piece uh, to get them ready to go. I, I think towards the end there, we had some guys that were tired. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, Ryan Tibbetts, our strength guy, is going to have his hands on these guys in the summer and the fall. We're, we're really excited about what he's going to do with them. So the dead period ends today. What kind of plans do you all have in place for some of these recruits coming in? Well, the funny thing is the dead period ends, but the dead period for baseball starts again today. Ah, never mind. So we, we end, and then we start the dead period through, uh, through Sunday. So we're just uh, obviously planning on recruiting and figuring out where we want to go, what we want to see. Uh, you know, we're also definitely looking at the transfer portal. That'll be very unique now that guys can play right away. So if there's something out there on the mound or something that, uh, that could help our program, we're definitely going to look into that. John Strauss, our guest, Baylor baseball pitching coach. Uh, speaking of the transfer portal, how, how do you uh, how do you approach that? How do you handle that? I mean, that could be a you know a quick uh, uh, infusion of somebody that steps in and is ready to play for you next year. Well, I think first and foremost, you, you walk over to Farrell Center and ask Coach Drew and his staff what they do because <laughs> they have mastered that with the, with the, the Flaglers and the. Uh, Gillespie's and the everyday Johns, they, they know what they're doing yeah. and what they're looking for. So the first thing would be to ask them, what the heck, how do you do this? <laughs> um, other than that, you just kind of, you look at some stats um, and then you figure out from coaches what they think. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got a lot of video. We kind of look at it and see what we want. And you look at the numbers and what kind of, how much their ball moves. And then you start talking to them, figure out if they fit Baylor. I mean, not everybody does. There's a specific guy we're looking for. You know, it's, it's important how you are on and off the field for us. And, um, you know, then, then you start making a decision on, uh, you know, financially, what can you do and what do they want? So it's a long process. It's something we've never really gotten into, but uh, it definitely can be a way to improve your roster really quick. Does the uh, roster size uh, start, to start to level out now moving forward? Yeah, we, we're unlimited this year, but yeah. next year we're going to be down to 40. Okay, That's why you're going to see a lot of guys in that portal. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's going to be more people without spots than there are with, and that's across the country. There, there's going to be a lot of you know pretty decent players that aren't going to have anywhere to go because we're going to be at a closer to a normal roster. Andy Thomas was pretty much – he was the leader of this team. going for, And so yeah. going forward, how do you replace that? Or who are some of these guys that you're looking to step up and kind of fill that, uh, that void that he leaves behind? 
not hard to, or it's going to be hard to replace him. Uh, Andy, you know, I didn't know he could go to another level. I mean, I, I think highly of him. We all do, but he took it to a whole another level um, as far as leadership and then performance alone. Um, what he did with the bat and behind the plates uh, and replacing, he replaced a first round pick in Shea Langoliers. And this year, I love Shea, but I don't know if we missed a beat with what Andy did um, offensively and defensively. Uh, you know, we really think highly of Jack Pineda and Trey Richardson. You know, those guys have been leaders for us and guys that play up the middle and had a lot of success. I can see them really being a big part of, of moving this program forward. I think they, after this year, they got a little chip on their shoulder, which is, which is a good thing. And um, I, I think those kind of guys will lead from a pitching standpoint. It's going to be a little different because we, we we're going to lose a lot of our leadership uh, with the older guys and, Hopefully, you know, maybe guys like Tyler Thomas, if he, if he chooses to come back, you know, he's got a chance to be drafted. He, he definitely could be a, a pretty good leader for us. And if Blake Helton will be back, he, he's going he's gonna to do a good job filling that role as well. Uh, back to Andy. Uh, I'd forgotten that y'all recruited him to Pepperdine. That, that's how long oh, yeah. he's been around. And then he came here to Baylor. So you, you've been around him and, and uh, obviously gotten to know him really, really well, but have liked him for a long time also. Absolutely. He, uh, it's probably been eight years wow. uh, when we were at Pepperdine and, you know, we recruited him when he was younger and he committed and wanted to be part of uh, playing for myself and obviously coach Rod. And you know, when we moved here, it was kind of a no brainer if he wanted to, we wanted to bring him with us. Now we didn't know much about Shay Langoliers at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, knowing what we knew about Andy, we, we wanted him to be part of it and he came and, you know, it's been a, you know, another great, unbelievable five-year run. And we're so happy. He'd had opportunities to leave. He could have signed his junior year. He could have signed his senior year, but he wanted to come back and wanted to finish the job. And we're so fortunate that he did. Yeah, that's really cool. When is the uh, draft? What does that schedule look like? Uh, Draft is in the beginning of July, which is not really convenient. It used to be Uh, beginning of June and then you kind of were able to move forward well now being in July it's going to make us have to kind of think a little longer you know when you're trying to do we hold money for people do do we have opportunities to go somewhere else but it's going to kind of keep us you know on hold a little longer than we'd want Um, but you know guys like Tyler we'd love to have him back he's definitely stepped up in a big way and I'd love to have him come back and, and finish what he started because, uh, you know, we just didn't – he didn't get to finish it. But I understand that there's a better opportunity out there um, in professional baseball. I get it. Yeah, how do you maneuver around that? Uh, you know, I think people know, listening to us, you know, guys have the opportunity to leave early. you got to save a spot for them, you know, like Tyler Thomas. But you know, want to bring in some guys if they do leave. I mean, that ties your hands really till till July. It definitely does. And, you know, like I said, we haven't done it this way. It's always been beginning of June, and now it's a month later. I wish I had an answer. You know, the draft is also shorter this year. I mean, in the old days, it was 40 rounds. I think they're at 20 rounds. Uh, I don't know. You know, you just got to make the best decisions. Uh, you, you might have to keep some guys holding on a little longer than they thought as right. far as, you know, what, what, what they're going to get scholarship-wise. But, you know, we'll have a plan. I mean, if, if Tyler Thomas wants to come back, we will find a way to bring him back to Waco. Don't, don't worry about that. Yeah, very good. <laughs> well, it's great to visit with you. I appreciate it. Uh, again, a uh, lot of highlights this season. I wish you guys were still playing, but uh, we appreciate you being on with us today and throughout the season. Of course, Jamo. Always like talking to you. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back and going, and we'll have some pretty good players here, and we'll make you all proud here coming up next year. We're always proud. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Coach, Coach John Strauss with us, Baylor baseball pitching coach.